Today's sponsor is Headspace. You slept every night of your life, so you should be pretty good at it by now, right? Unfortunately, many of us don't get the quality sleep that we need and could use a little bit of help, and that's where Headspace has got you covered. It's your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. And while they have meditations devoted to helping you reduce stress and increase your overall sense of well-being, they have an entire library of sleep stories, sleep music, and other sleep sounds that can help you get the quality sleep you desperately need. And for busy lifestyles, they have what's called wind downs. It's meditations and breathing exercises that are as short as three minutes so they can fit into anybody's schedule. I personally use Headspace myself. I've tried out some of the sleep stuff. It actually works. Like to me, it actually makes a difference. So Headspace, it's backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews. That's a lot. And over 60 million downloads. Try it today for free and start sleeping soundly. So right now, our listeners get 30% off Headspace's entire library of meditations. Just go to headspace.com slash sleep pod for 30% off your subscription, but only until May 12th. This is the best deal offered right now. Head to headspace.com slash sleep pod today. This is the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Pat Flynn, session number 286. All right, let's do this. Welcome to the Smart Passive Income Podcast, where it's all about working hard now so you can sit back and reap the benefits later. And now your host. The word microwave makes him think of microscopic beings saying hello. Pat Flynn. Yo, what's up, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me in this session of the Smart Passive Income Podcast. If this is your first time listening to SPI, thank you so much. By the end of this, if you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to the show. A lot of great content coming at you. And then also, if you've been listening to the show before, just thank you so much for coming back. I appreciate you. Now, since this is the first episode here in October 2017, I'm happy to announce that this month is branding month on SPI. Every month we have a different theme. This month is all about building your brand, establishing your stake in the ground in this online world, and most of all, how to build something that lasts, that gets remembered, that gets talked about. On Monday, I published a blog post titled The Three Must-Haves When Building a Successful Online Brand. And we're going to expand on that today by talking about what you need to have in order to build a brand that stands out of the crowd. That's what we want to do, right? We want to stand out. You know, we want to be the cream that rises to the top because there's a lot of us out there who are fighting for everybody's attention. We're all fighting for the same target audience. We want to be the ones that get remembered. So how do we do that? Well, I want to introduce to you, actually, even before that, before I go into the content here, I do want to mention that starting October 16th, we have something really special uh, special happening. It's completely free. It is a five-day build your own brand challenge. So for those of you who are just getting started and you need an excuse to just get that website up, to connect an email service provider and to get things finally going so that you can finally build that brand, so you can finally get found, so you can finally get exposure, so you can potentially sell something. Maybe you have an idea already and you needed a website. Well, this is now your chance to get it built. Maybe you have a podcast that's up and you're just running through your hosting company. Well, now you can set up a website for it too. Uh, or maybe you just wanna start to build something so that you know there's an opportunity to be found and you can kind of find your voice along the way. Either way, I'm here to help. And what's really cool about these challenges, I've done a couple before on other topics, it brings the community together. It helps us all take action at the same time. And because I'm there to help you, I can walk you step-by-step step through the process so you don't get lost. So that's gonna start on October 16th, 2017. However, if you're listening to this far in, adv- or, or far in the future, uh, not in advance, <laughs> um, 
you'll still be able to do it too. It'll be an evergreen build your own brand challenge. So that's going to start and kick off on October 16th. Whether you're listening to this in real time or you're listening to this far in the future, all you have to do to sign up for that and get started is go to smartpassiveincome.com slash BYOB. Bring your own no, not bring your own beer. It's build your own brand. So smartpassiveincome.com slash BYOB. And I'm glad I said that because now you probably won't forget it. So BYOB. Okay, so let's introduce today's content for you. To introduce this, I'm gonna talk to you about the five C's to build a brand that can stand out from the crowd. This is very different from the four C's of diamond quality, which I got very familiar with in 2008 when I was researching rings for when I was going to propose to my girlfriend, uh, now wife, April. Uh, those four C's are the carrots, the color, clarity, and cut. Can't believe I remember that. Uh, and it's not the seven C's, which that's just a dumb dad joke that probably is going to fall very flat. Uh, sorry, guys, these dad jokes just, you know, I've been a dad for seven years. They just come out of nowhere now. Just it's just It just happens. It's kind of crazy. But the five C's. So the first C of these five C's is clarity. Clarity. So what does that mean? It means having a clear message. Because if you cannot understand what your clear message is, and I'll define what that is in a minute, well, how can your customers or your readers or your subscribers or anybody who finds you, how can they possibly be clear on what you have to offer? You absolutely need to have a clear message. And how does this actually help you stand out of the crowd? Well, the crowd is very crowded. And the crowd doesn't do a good job of this either. This is why there's a lot of noise out there. Things aren't very clear in this world of online business. So the more clear that you can make things for your audience, the more likely people are going to gravitate toward you and the right people too. So there's three parts to this. There is the mission, the why. You have to be clear on exactly why you're doing this, why your website or your brand exists. Number two, you need to understand who it is you are doing this for. Not only who is it that you're doing this for, but the language that they speak to, because that becomes a way for you to connect to the people on the other end. It was Jay Abraham who said, if you can define the problem better than your target customer, they're going to automatically assume that you have the solution. So your job is to not only understand why you're doing this, but understand who you're doing it for. This is your customer avatar, right? You need to be very clear on who that is. But more than that, you have to understand how they speak about the problems that they're going through. You could have the best solution in the world to help them solve their problems, but if you're not speaking in a language they understand, and I don't mean language like, you know, wherever part of the world you're from, what I mean is what words are they using? What what emotions are they going through? Can you define that? And if you can't, well, you need to find that out. It's really important. And one of the best ways to figure this out is to literally have conversations with your audience or your target audience or people in the space. Even if you're not in that space yet, go and find people. Find conversations that are already happening. This is what's great about social media. There are conversations happening all the time on blogs, on forums, on Facebook groups. You can do a lot of research that way. But the best way to understand the language and who it is your target audience is going to be and how they speak is to actually have real-life one-on-one conversations with them. And I've shared this on stage before. I don't know if I've ever shared it on a podcast, but this is something I do regularly every single month, and I've done this for the past two and a half years, and it's been a game-changer for me and how I approach what I do, the decisions that I make in my business, and how I help better serve my audience. And that is I have 10 Skype calls or phone conversations with 10 random email subscribers every single month. I will literally go into my email list, 
randomly pick 10 people, reach out to them and say, hey, Pat Flynn here from Smart Passive Income. Thank you for being a subscriber. I would love to get on a phone call with you to better understand what I could do to help you. Are you game? And then it's funny because some people are like, is this an automated message? Like, that's weird. And I'm like, no, this is really me. I want to speak to you. And sometimes those conversations are really quick because people are shy on the other end, which is totally understandable. That's why I do 10 of them, not just one. But some of those conversations sometimes go for over an hour. And it's because I just can't help but keep listening to a person tell their story, to have them tell me what they're going through, how I've either helped them or how I can better help them. It's also a great opportunity for me to offer tidbits of things that are coming up to get initial reactions from people, kind of a pre-validation process, which is really cool too. Man, if there's one thing you can take away from this episode, or if you have to leave for whatever reason to go into work or go into the grocery store or whatever, I mean, just the one thing I want you to take away from this is that tip, that specific call to action right there, which is to go out there and have phone conversations or Skype conversations or real life conversations. That's even better, like getting with a person to get coffee or at a conference, perhaps just sitting down and chatting, chatting with another person. It has by far been the best thing for me. So many amazing revelations have come out of those conversations. And yes, there are only 10 conversations out of the nearly 200,000 people on my email list, but they are a great representation of the need that my audience has. So I would highly recommend doing that. So that's that's number two in this sort of clarity. Uh, you know, the, what does it mean to have a clear message? Having a clear mission. So why you do what you do. This is so that other people can know like why you exist in the first place. Number two, who is that person that or that avatar? Who is your target audience? How do they speak? What's their language? What's, what's their stories? Can you better empathize with them? And number three, clarity with your copy and your content. That copy and that content needs to support those first two things, your mission and who it is you're trying to serve and, and how it is you're going to serve them. So that copy that you have, the blog post, uh, the podcast episodes you come out with, those videos, those things need to be very clear on how it is that that's supporting your mission to help serve this target audience. And again, remember, this needs to be very clear. This is why it's clarity. It needs to be clear because if it's not clear to you, if it's just kind of a mix and jumble and it's murky, it's going to be murky and a mix and a jumble to the people on the other end and they're going to be more likely to move away from you and find somebody else who actually makes sense to them. That's what this whole thing is about. Are you making sense with what it is that you're putting out there or are you just kind of you know, going along with whatever it is that's coming to your mind right now, which is fine and it's okay to start like that, right? I don't want you to think you have to be perfectly clear on who it is you are and what you want to do and who you want to serve right from the get-go. But if you want to build a long-lasting brand that surfaces above the rest, you have to understand what that clear message is going to be. And that can take time to figure out, but that's what you want to shoot for. So you might be wondering, well, give me an example, Pat. Okay, well, there's a ton of examples. I'm going to give you one, and this is a good friend of mine. His name is Caleb Wojcik. He is known as the DIY video guy. That's his brand, DIY video guy. If you go to his website, DIY video guy, you'll see the tagline right underneath, make better videos by yourself. The DIY, the by yourself, you can already tell what it is that Caleb's doing. And on his about page, he says very clearly, hey, I'm Caleb Wojcik, the founder of DIY video guy, and I've been making videos for the web for a few years. And I made this site to help you make better videos by yourself. You know, there are a lot of people out there who want to just hire somebody to do videos for them. 
There are some people out there who can't afford to do that or who would much rather do it on their own and they want the best information and they just want it from somebody who knows what they're talking about. It's very clear what Caleb's mission here, who his target audience is, in the just 30 seconds I've introduced him to you. And this is something you can get immediately when you go to his website, when you see his videos on YouTube, which are fantastic, um, and he happens to be my videographer uh, as well. Um, I'm not in his target audience, but he happens to offer a service for people who want a little bit more too uh, through his just personal brand. But uh, DIY Video Guy is where you should go to check that out if you want some great video advice and also look at a great simple brand which if you go to the website too, you'll see there's nothing fancy on the website. There's no crazy logos or nothing like that, but his brand is very clear and it just makes sense for exactly who it is he's looking to help. Okay, next we have the second C and to set this up, I wanna talk about a good friend of mine, Ramit Sethi, who also has an amazing brand, is very well known in his space and he's been around for a while actually. I started following him back in 2000 and... I think 2006, so this was while I was still in architecture, I found his personal finance blog. I resonated with his message because it was one that was about the big wins, getting raises at your job and you know making more money that way and living a, a rich life. That's why his website is IWillTeachYouHowToBeRich.com. It's not just rich with money, it's rich in life with friends, with social experiences, all those kinds of things. So IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. I found his site in 2005 or 2006, and I started reading it on and off. And what, what really drew me into Ramit was this, uh, and I've talked about this before in presentations, this idea of small wins, because he provided a small win for me that really got me hooked on his stuff. And so that uh, small win was actually an article that I'll try to find and link to in the show notes, but it was about how to save, I think it was like 15 or 20% on your cable bill by simply spending 15 minutes calling your cable company and reading the script that he gave you. And so I said, okay, well, this is interesting. I'd love to save 20% of my cable bill and in just 15 minutes, really? Will this work? Let's see. So I called my cable company and I read the script that Ramit gave me and it worked. I saved, I think, 25% on my cable bill and it just blew me away. I was like, holy moly, this person just saved me you know, thousands of dollars over the course of a few years and I'm now going to follow him and every single thing that he does, I'm gonna subscribe to his email list. And that's why I tell people, you know, provide small wins. As much as we want our audience to go through these big transformations, it really starts with the small wins. If you want to change somebody's life, start by changing their day first. So that's what he did for me. And so I followed him ever since. I've gotten to know him very well through being in the online space. He and I have had dinner together and a lot of chats. He's actually been very influential uh, for me and my business uh, journey. Um, he was the one who really got me thinking about how I could become more of a, a CEO of my company versus just a kind of a scrappy entre entrepreneur, which led to then building out a bigger team, working on my systems, understanding exactly what's happening with the money in my particular business and where it's all going and what I could do to better optimize. Anyway, just Ramit, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. But what I wanted to talk about related to the second C, and that second C, is consistency. Ramit, like I said, has been blogging since, I don't know, 2003 or earlier perhaps, and he has just always, always been sticking with his message, just like we talked about earlier. So his, he's been, always been very clear with who he is, why he's doing what he's doing, who he's doing it for. Even when he sells courses, he's very clear, hey, this is who it's for, this is who it's not for, and I love that. So he, he follows the sort of clarity route like we just talked about. But he's consistent also because he just shows up all the time. He's consistent 
in frequency in when he comes out with uh, blog posts, when he comes out with videos. Uh, his videos are fantastic too. His social media, he, he's always showing up. He's always uh, sharing information that's really helpful. And what I love about Ramit are his emails. He sends amazing emails. I follow him now, even though I don't necessarily need to t- take his courses, for example, although I could probably still benefit from them. Uh, I still am following him because his email copy is just tremendous. It's it's always spot on. I get a lot of inspiration from Ramit in that way, but he's consistently sending uh, emails out that are very helpful and value-packed. And of course, mention his uh, upcoming promotions or courses that he has, and that's why he's successful. That's why he recently came out with a book that just dropped on Amazon, and then it became a Wall Street Journal bestseller without him even really trying. He's built this amazing brand, this community who follows him knowing who he is, but also because knowing that he's going to consistently show up for them and be there to support them. And so that's why consistency is key also. It doesn't mean you have to blog every day. No, we're not talking about frequency of posts. We're not talking about numbers and things like that. We're just talking about showing up and putting maximum effort into what it is that you're doing and smart effort, not just the hustle and the grind, right? I I don't like the hustle and the grind. To me, hustle is also incorporating into your life things that you enjoy and things with your loved ones, et cetera. Hustle isn't just work yourself to the bone, but what I mean is in order to stay consistent, in order to rise to the top, you need to always continue to show up and be there. And part of that means you need to know what to say no to. And I'm sure Ramit, and I know I can vouch for this personally, we have opportunities come our way that might seem very attractive. We have a lot of potential to do other things that could potentially make us quite a bit of money, get more exposure, et cetera. But we know that also it will take away from what it is we need to be focusing on. And so consistency is also knowing when to say yes and when to say no. And when you are confident in those answers, whether it's a yes or a no, you can move forward. It's when you question yourself all the time between those decisions that you slow down and then you don't show up and then you are not consistent and therefore you are not building the best possible brand that you can. All right, so that's the second C. The third C is community. A community to support that brand. A community who exemplifies the ideas and the motives and the persona of that brand, essentially the community being an extension of that brand to not only just promote it and share it and bring new brand members, I almost said band members, brand members in, um, but also to just be there to get involved, to support, to be there when trolls show up, to offer advice to the community leader and to the owner when things may not be going the way they should. That's the power of a community. And I've spoken so much about community. I've done presentations related to building fans and how important community building is. Community is essentially the glue that puts your brand and your messaging and how involved the person is with your brand. That's it, It's sort of the, the, the next step, the community, before they get to raving fan status. And when you get those raving fans, man, those are the community members who will support your brand like none other. And so community is really important. Somebody who does this very well is Shalene Johnson. We've had her on the show a couple times before. She's at shalenejohnson.com. She has uh, the Shalene Johnson podcast and she also has the uh, 
Build Your Tribe podcast, specifically a podcast about building your tribe. I mean, she knows all about this. And she even has a special name for her tribe, for her community. And that is her lifers, her lifers. And she references them all the time. Because here's the thing. People find you for the content, but they will stay for the community. And this this goes true with your courses. People will pay for the content in your courses, but if there's a community, that's when people are going to stay. Or membership sites, perhaps. If you have a community aspect to it, people are more likely going to stay for the community. Um, This is a quote uh, that people find your content, or people find you for your content, they will stay for the community. Uh, That's something that I heard recently at a conference in Australia, the Pro Blogger Conference. And there's different ways to phrase that, but it all essentially means the same thing. Community is important. It's what helps people stick around because they're sticking together. And we as humans want to be in groups, right? We are a social uh, species who just wants to be with other people who especially are like-minded. And so when you build these communities, people can connect. And without you even trying, you're going to see that things just start to take off on their own. Your community will start to become that marketing engine, that ambassador group, that support system that can level up your brand in so many different ways. And so the community aspect of building a brand is is huge. And this is where a lot of uh, brands fall short because they're so focused on them. Me, 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 me. But what about us? Let's, let's focus on us. And building a brand is something that uh, with the community aspect on top of it is something that I'm working hard on. Uh, This year and also next year, we're doing a lot of fun things related to community building. So yes, we have a Facebook group, which is a good start. And I try to get people involved in challenges just like the upcoming challenge on October 16th, smartpassiveincome.com slash BYOB, build your own brand. So check that out. Sign up for it there. Um, But more than that, and I'm not going to reveal exactly what's going on. I want you to, if you're not a part of this community yet, to just kind of discover these things along the way. And uh, maybe some of you might know what I'm talking about, but there's going to be a lot of fun things that we as a community in the SPI community are going to do together and, um, and, and, and have so that we can all feel connected and feel like we're a part of something much bigger, much bigger than SPI, much bigger than me. But this whole movement that we're kind of putting together here in the online world, helping people create and build not just businesses that work online, but a lifestyle that works for them. Um, so, so that's that. So that's the uh, third C for community. And actually, hold up a minute. Let, let me continue with community because some of you might be like, okay, Pat, community, that's cool. I get it. Okay, I'll, I'll do my best. No, I want to give you some specific items that you can put into place to help you grow and foster your community. It's going to be helpful for you whether you're just starting out or maybe you have a brand already and you're just not feeling like the community aspect is there or at the level at what you want it to be. So the first thing I will say is why do communities form? Communities form because, like I said earlier, people want to get together for a common reason, for a common goal, because they are with other like-minded people. Communities don't just like randomly form for no reason. Communities form because you're in the same neighborhood. Communities form because you have the same interests. Communities form because you love the same things. So create a place where people can come together. That's number one. And if it happens to be only Facebook groups right now, then make it Facebook groups for now and be in there and be involved and have a way to recognize certain people in there too. That's tip number two. Whenever I've had people come on the show who've been a part of the SPI community, those those episodes perform far better than any of the other episodes. Episodes with Tim Ferriss and Gary Vaynerchuk and, and other well-known authors, they're great right? It's great content. Those are amazing leaders and and experts. But it's the ones that feature members of the SPI community 
and their success that really inspire the most people. Because when you think about it, if Tim and Gary come on and they're like, hey, this is all you got to do, people are more likely to say, oh, yeah, well, that's Tim Ferriss. That's Gary Vaynerchuk. They're special. They're way in the stratosphere and I'm just down here, which I get, right? Those guys are superstars. But when Shane and Joss and Sam's come on and talk about how they were just in Kentucky and Shane was driving his lawnmower and one day heard the SPA podcast and then took a bunch of action and they're now making millions of dollars, uh, well, that, I mean, obviously there's more to the story than that, but because they were just like you who are listening to this show, it becomes far more believable. It becomes far more, not just believable, but achievable too. And when you hear tips specifically coming from people who are just a few steps ahead of you, they mean more than those tips and strategies that come from people who are 20, 30, 100 levels ahead of you. So whenever you have the opportunity, if you have a a way to feature or mention or talk about and highlight and spotlight members of your own community, that brings everybody together. It also takes the focus off of you because community isn't about you. Yes, you are the leader and yes, you should be there. You are the authority. You should engage. You should be there to lead conversations and you should be there to answer questions. But when the spotlight is off of you, it makes it about the community and the community in and of itself takes a life of its own at that point, which is really cool. Now, in addition to that, giving people something beyond the normal interactions where a few people, not everybody will be able to participate, but a few people may, that gives a a level up in terms of, okay, the involvement that people have. So I'm talking about things like offering communication live with you through a group setting, such as a webinar or a live stream where you're communicating with your group or with your community. And yes, not everybody's gonna be there at the same time, but it provides a different experience, an experience that's, beyond just the text that you type in a, in a message or an update um, and beyond just the emails that you send out. I think it's important to be there live as well, um, but also give people those kind of, the, the, those other opportunities that are beyond just the normal ones. So other ways to do this would be meetups and little events that you might put on. Um, you know, those kinds of things are important. And even though not everybody's gonna go to them, and even though most people probably won't go to them, just because you are there putting them on just helps to heighten that sense of community even more under your brand. All right, so just a few tips for you as you move forward with building your community. All right, I wanna check in with you in the middle of this episode and just make sure you're good. Uh, You know, if you're lifting weights or something right now, like do one extra rep for me, just focus on that for now. Uh, If you are walking the dog, like just smile for a sec because we all need to smile a little bit more these days. And, you know, I just want to thank you again for being here. Okay, that was our little break, uh, a little public service announcement there. But what I want to do is now get into the fourth, the, the fourth, the fourth C here, and that is calls to action. Calls to action, getting your people to move, the people in your community, the people who are following you, your email subscribers, your readers, your podcast listeners, that's you. Getting them to take action is huge. Because there's a lot of brands out there that are great at sharing information, at publishing things, at showcasing what they're up to. And that's fine. That's that's part of it, right? But unless you're getting your audience to take action too, you're leaving a whole other side just left out of this whole brand building experience. Because that's really the key word there, that experience that people have with your website. 
reading and consuming is just one experience. How many other kinds of experiences could you create? And this is why I said things like meetups and all those kinds of things are great because it just levels up that brand feeling because of those experiences that people will have. But more than that, just simply calls to actions because when you give a call to action, you're offering another experience for people to have. And depending on what that call to action is, you may even offer the start of a transformation for them. It could be big, it could be small. Whatever it is, you need to start helping your audience move more. This is a great thing because it comes from a place of authority and knowing that if people actually do take that action, that they will get results, that they will feel a sense of accomplishment, that they will understand something that they didn't before because they've put it into place, they've put it into action. So the trick is, how do you get your people to take action? How do you get them to move? Well, I want to talk about somebody who I got to know pretty well recently, and that's Jada Selner from jadaselner.com. You may recognize that name because she was actually a guest in episode 205 back when she was still a part of a business called Simple Green Smoothies, which had built their brand to this huge following, especially on Instagram, using challenges. And she talked a little bit about that in episode 205, and she's since gone on uh, to become an expert in helping people manage and create their challenges, just like the challenge I've created for you. This was actually a challenge that uh, was very much inspired by Jada and what I learned from her at a recent conference. So again, smartpassiveincome.com slash BYOB to participate in that challenge, even if just you wanna see how that challenge works, uh, I would recommend you sign up, it's completely free. But anyway, Jada talks about that and she now has a website, jadaselner.com and she's building her own brand there too. And she's doing amazing, she's an incredibly smart woman and she knows the power of these challenges to help people take action. What a challenge does is it packs all that action into a short time period. So there's a time at which people will know they don't have to do that anymore, right? Which is important. How long is this gonna go for? Well, it's gonna be five days. They know that there's a specific thing that they're gonna get on the other end of it. There's an outcome that is there by the end of of those five days. It doesn't have to be five days, just mine happens to be that. But that's why people join these challenges too. But in addition to that, people start to get A lot of mini small wins along the way. Each day you're giving them some more information and then they're building more things or they're doing some more things. Think about smoothies. The first day they make a smoothie, a green smoothie, they probably think it's gonna taste rancid, right? But then you drink it and it tastes good. Oh my gosh, I can do this. I'm gonna get the next email the next day, create that smoothie recipe and I'm gonna feel better about myself and it's gonna be awesome. And now I'm gonna share it. I'm gonna take a picture of my smoothie and that's really cool. So challenges are a great way to move your audience. Another way to get people to take action is to show people how to do it. Whatever it is that action you want them to take. And I'm not talking about call to action like, hey, subscribe to this list. I'm talking about bigger actions, right? These things that people need to do in their life or under your brand, in your niche to actually make change, go through that transformation. Show them how it works. The mystery, as much as I love mystery novels, when it comes to like, okay, time I'm going to be spending doing something if it's a mystery I don't know if I want to do it or not right so I don't know why I said mystery novels this anyway so what you need to do is outline step by step those actions that people need to take especially if it's a big thing you want them to do break it down create small mini goals along the way again this is why a challenge is great it kind of structures it in that fashion but even if it's not a challenge you know one of the things I think I have a superpower with is creating tutorials, creating step-by-step videos and processes to help walk people through a really complicated process in a much easier, 
uh, way to in a much easier way so that it's easy to consume so that's what you need to do depending on what it is you're trying to help people with so perhaps there's a way that you can publish a tutorial with whatever it is that you're looking to help your people do maybe there's one specific item or one specific product or one specific course that you want to teach people how to use or go through well, maybe you can walk them through that process. Use videos, use ScreenFlow or Camtasia Studios to record your screen to walk people through that process or record a podcast episode of each and every single step that you did along the way because people will then feel like you are just leading by example. And that's something I feel like I do a very good job at is through all the experiments that I run, through all the businesses that I've created and all the things that I do on SPI, they're all there so I can report back to my audience. And when things work, great. I'm leading by example and I'm showing people the way. If things don't work, then great because I'm able to show people what not to do and they can take a different route because the way that I did it initially maybe didn't work. So as you can see, by by leading by example, which might be just be a better way to put all of this, uh, is is that's that's how you can step up as a leader but also show people the way. And that's what a great leader does. They show people the way. Be that person with the machete in that forest who's just chopping down all the trees so the people behind you can just walk through that a little bit, a little bit easier. And they'll appreciate you for that, for being up front. And then finally, when it comes to getting people to take action, you need to motivate them. And you need to answer their questions, uh, whether it's you personally answering their questions or in a group, a one-to-many type setting, answering their questions like a office hours call or a webinar or a live stream. Um, you just need you need to be there to motivate them and to help them through those small things that are stopping them. Because I remember when I first started my online business, there were so many moments where I had so much momentum that was just put to a halt because there was just one thing that I didn't know how to do or one question that I had that I didn't know how to get answered. And it wasn't until I finally got involved with courses that had communities where I had a little bit of access to the course instructors that I finally started to get answers to those questions But not only that, on top of that, getting also motivation to keep going, that I really started to make a lot of progress. So if you or a team member or you have systems in place to not only answer questions, but also motivate people through their roadblocks and their hurdles, I mean, it's going to be a win. So that is the fourth C, which is call to action. And then finally, the last C that I want to offer you is courage. You need to have courage. You need to be brave because building a brand that is successful is not easy. It takes a lot of hard work. It takes some time, but it also takes, and this is the most important thing, bold actions. This is something that I learned when I first started online business from Jeremy Franson and Jason Van Orden from Internet Business Mastery. And that was this idea of bold actions. Those are the things that are going to make a difference. Not the little things that you do every day and the little kind of just things that keep you busy, but those big, bold actions. And when you consider taking big, bold actions, you are also welcoming vulnerability. You're also welcoming nervousness. You're also welcoming perfectionism, which I know is a problem for a lot of us out there, including myself, because we want to do and produce great things. But at the same time, when you go big, you go into an unknown. And that's what's going to make movements. And that's what's going to help you stand out because those are things that not everybody will do. There are people building brands right now who are just being complacent with where they're at. And when I talk to brands who give me a vibe, you know, I'm talking to them at a conference and I can 
I can kind of get a sense that they are complacent. What does that mean? That means they're they're just settled in to where they're at and they're just going through the same motions every day, right? That's that's business, that's life. You go through the same motions. But if you want to grow and you want to stand out in this very noisy space, you have to go big. You have to get nervous, right? And I tell myself now, if I choose to do something or go down a path that doesn't make me nervous, that's when I'm really nervous because I realize that I'm potentially stepping into the world of complacency, of being just happy with where I'm at. Now, that doesn't, that doesn't, I don't want that to come across wrong. I don't want it, I don't want it to seem like I'm not happy with the results that I've gotten. I'm not happy with the life I live. I am absolutely happy with it. Blessed, thankful, just super grateful for God, for all of you, for everybody who has made an influence on my life and helped me get to this point, for my kids, my family, everything. I'm completely happy about that. But if I were to settle, that's the right word. If I were to settle with where I'm at and not continue to shoot high, well, then there's going to be a problem because there's a few people out there who are shooting high, who are stepping out of their comfort zone, who will take action and are building amazing communities behind their brand. And it's not like they're taking anything away from me, but what I mean is you're going to be potentially left behind if you don't take those bold actions. So I encourage you. That's why there's courage in encourage. There is, again, dad jokes, I'm sorry. Uh, the I, I really encourage you to step out of your comfort zone and get nervous. And if you're doing work that doesn't make you feel a little bit nervous, then you might not be going down a direction that you actually want to go down. You might be going down a direction of just, you just want to stay comfortable because it's scary, because it's new. And that's okay. That's a sign that whatever it is you're doing is important to you, that nervousness. And that self-doubt that creeps into your head, this is from Stephen Pressfield from The War of Art, that is, as he says, a sign. That fear is just, there's something meaningful there for you, that there may be something amazing on the other end too. And I think you all know that. You all know there's something amazing there that's just waiting for you to take that bold action. It's waiting for you to get that courage. Now, if you're listening to this show, I know you have some courage in you, right? You wouldn't be considering starting your own online business or have one already if you weren't listening to this show. So you're making the right moves already. And I just want to encourage you to continue to move forward. I will continue to be here to motivate you, to support you, to lead by example and provide you these opportunities. And some of these opportunities that I offer to you are going to be in the form of a paid course, like with my podcasting course, Power Up Podcasting. But sometimes they're going to be free things that are going to get you to take action as well, like my upcoming challenge, which you can find at smartpassiveincome.com slash BYOB. And again, remember, if you are listening to this in the future and it's past October 21st, 2017, well, you can still participate in that challenge. And it's going to be, this, it's going to be run in the same way. It's going to be uh, turned into an evergreen cycle. So no matter when you are listening to this, if you need something with structure, with encouragement, and with community to help you get your website up, to help you get your email list connected, to help you just finally get started, well then smartpassiveincome.com slash B-Y-O-B is there to help you. So guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I appreciate you so much. I know we often have a lot of interviews on here, but I do do really enjoy these solo shows. I'm literally standing in my home office right now. That's when I that's how I get the most energy. I'm standing while I'm uh, conducting these podcasts. And I just want to thank you again for your time and attention. If you have a moment and you haven't done so yet, just go to your device, subscribe to the podcast. That would be amazing. 
And then finally, head on over to smartpassiveincome.com slash BYOB. That is for people who have yet to get their website up and everything connected online. You can, if you already have one, go there to make sure you have everything you know properly set up from your hosting and privacy settings to the plugins to your email service provider, all those things. Um, but if you're just getting started out, it'll walk you through the whole process step-by-step. Step. It'll be actually hosted on a company's tool that I actually represent as an advisor, and that is Teachable. So this is gonna be a unique challenge. It's not just an email challenge. I've done challenges before where every day you get an email, but there's quite a bit of content that I wanna walk you through in a very easy to consume way. And in order to do that and organize it, I need to use a platform like Teachable in order to uh, kind of house this um, challenge for you. So I'm excited because you're gonna get free access to that and it'll be great. It'll be a lot of fun. So looking forward to seeing a lot of you there. Sign up now because it's gonna launch soon. October 16th is when we're going. So sign up now, smartpassiveincome.com slash B-Y-O-B. And if you already have a brand, you're already up and running, this is this challenge isn't for you, but if you perhaps know people who want to get started and just have had an idea or, or just need to build a website finally, well, send them over, smartpassiveincome.com slash B-Y-O-B, and I'll take care of them for you. Guys, thanks so much. I appreciate you, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode of SPI. Cheers. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Smart Passive Income Podcast at www.smartpassiveincome.com. So podcasting is obviously a big deal here at SPI. And today, I'm so excited to tell you about our newest podcast. Yes, a brand new podcast called Flops. Flops is all about exploring, celebrating, and normalizing failure in the entrepreneurial journey. Every entrepreneur experiences failure at some point, so I love that we're just facing it head on here. And the show is hosted by two members of the team, Karen and Ray, and in it, they talk to entrepreneurs who have had stumbles, setbacks, and flat-out failures. These guests are honest and generous with their stories, and I think they offer hope and encouragement for all other entrepreneurs out there because we all experience it, right? We all experience failure. For example, in the first episode, Ray talks to John, who got caught up in a Ponzi scheme. It's a story with twists and turns that will keep you hooked. It's a great story. I highly recommend you check it out. But one thing I love about Flops is that it doesn't dwell on the failure, and it always finds a bright side. I really love it, and I think you will too. So the first season of Flops has already started with new episodes dropping on Wednesdays. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also listen at smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash flops. I hope you enjoy it.